The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Email Newsletter Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about everything that you need to know about positioning, creating, growing, and monetizing a marketing newsletter. With us today is Itai Paz, who is the founder and CEO of the Morning Dough Newsletter, which is an email that makes online marketing news clear, actionable, and enjoyable, and you can consume it in five minutes or less. I am a subscriber to The Morning Dough. It is part of my morning routine. I highly recommend following this newsletter. Great source of news for you marketers. So far for Email Newsletter Week, Itai and I have discussed building a MarTech newsletter stack, some of the strategies he's used for email newsletter content curation. And yesterday we talked about some of the secrets for growing newsletter subscribers. Today we're going to talk about whether it's all worth it. We're going to dive into email newsletter monetization paths. All right, here's the fourth installment of Email Newsletter Week with Itai Paz from The Morning Dough. Itai, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, Benjamin. Thank you for having me again. Excited to have you back on the show. Excited to continue our conversation about creating a great email newsletter. So far this week, we've basically covered everything from how do you create to grow your newsletter? And now we're to the point of saying, all right, well, is this actually worth it? Talk to me about some of the ways that you think about email newsletter monetization. Awesome. So we got to the most important part, right? Making the money. So first of all, there's a possibility that the newsletter doesn't really make money, at least not directly. So it could be that the newsletter is part of the brand strategy. You give value and the brand itself just grows and it's part of its overall activities. But this is not what we're talking about. It's, I'm just saying it's an option. The first thing that you can monetize a newsletter is obviously if the business itself or the company has products and services. So it could be physical products, could be digital products, I mean, online courses, downloads, ebooks, it could be consulting, whatever it is, as long as it belongs to the company, that's one thing that you can actually monetize. It's actually the simplest thing ever. The creator of the podcast has something that they are trying to sell, whether it's a product or service. And the newsletter is an engagement tool that then links to whatever those products or services are. And you're counting revenue based on stuff that people bought. Absolutely. That's the first thing. The second option, which is a play of numbers, is what we call the freemium model. The freemium model, to people who don't know what it is, 
you give something for free and then you upsell them. And in terms of the newsletter, so the newsletter is for free and then you can actually create what we call a paid premium newsletter. And people who, who register initially to the free newsletter, they can actually upsell through the newsletter and join the premium newsletter that offers usually additional features. It could be a weekend version or special content just for the premium members, or it's a community online where it's actually a closed group. There are lots of models around it. It's the publisher's model. We know it from the news industry, from Wall Street Journal. You have free stuff, but you can also upgrade to premium and get the full scope of content. So that's another option to another model. But again, this model, we might be looking at it in the future, but you need to have a big scope. So if you have 50, 100,000 subscribers, then you get a few hundred of people paying you $100 per month. It's valuable. If you have a list of 500 subscribers, then having a 10 people pay you $100, you work really hard for 10 people, it doesn't really make sense. So this model works only when the volume is higher. Another option, obviously, is go into paid advertising inside the newsletter. So you put banners, you can put your logos, you can put insertion of an actual text. It doesn't matter the format of the ad, but companies or businesses pay you, place an ad inside the newsletter. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Usually the subscribers who are getting the newsletter for free and they get value, they won't complain about it of having advertisers. It's not any issue with that, even having banners inside the newsletter. Okay, so you got a couple different paths here. One, you are selling products or services. Two, you are selling premium content. Three, you're monetizing through sponsorships. So what are some of the more creative ways that you can monetize your newsletter? The next thing is similar to paid advertising of banners, you actually have sponsored or paid sponsored content. So companies know the value of sharing their content. So let's say a company wants to advertise on the newsletter. It makes sense sometimes to them instead of saying, hey, here's our product, click here to get more information. They say, learn about three ways to increase your ROI in the next 30 days. And then you go and read an article they built. It's an advertising article. You actually market as a sponsored content, which is perfectly fine. People still click on it. If the content is there and it's valuable, then people are happy. And it increases not only the CTR, but the conversions as well. So it's called paid sponsored content. Okay, so you're doing a sort of advertorial content type model where people have ability to insert themselves into your newsletter to promote their content, not necessarily their products or services. Correct. We do a similar thing here at the MarTech Podcast. Exactly. And the next one is what we call affiliate marketing. So affiliate marketing is the form of you promote other people's product and you get commissions, product or services, you get the commissions, you get paid if the people you send, the traffic you sent actually converted and generated money. So you get money out of people spending money in other places. So it's very easy to just register, you get a link and you can place it through the newsletter as your own internal advertising in the newsletter. It's not prepaid, but if someone clicks on the banner or this product or the service and buys, you'll get commission. So you can place these links across not only the newsletter, but also throughout the website and generate additional income. Are there any other ways that you can think of outside of you got your selling products or services, a freemium and an upsell model? You're including some advertising, you're doing sponsored content, affiliate marketing. Are there any other ways that people can gain value and pay you for the newsletter that you've created? 
one of the most known one is called dedicated paid promotional emails. So instead of having a sponsor inside the newsletter, they can actually pay you to send dedicated email just on them. It could be content, could be advertising, but just on them to the list. Should you do it or not? That's a different question. It's depending on the model. Can you do it? Yes. Does the morning do do it? We don't do it, but we can. I don't see any issues with it. That's really powerful. Sending a direct email just for one company, because think about it. When someone puts an advertising inside an email that has lots of content, doesn't matter if it's bullet or what type of newsletter, it's an advertising part of everything. You're selling access to your audience, but instead of putting it in the existing newsletter, you're carving out the ad and distributing it as the only piece of content, which brings more focus to your sponsors, potentially negatively, because the people who are subscribing are maybe sure exactly why that promotion got to them. But those are all the ways that you can monetize a newsletter. Now, I have questions for you. You mentioned that moving to the freemium model, you have to have a huge subscriber base to make that worthwhile. If you're getting 1% of your subscribers to be your freemium model, you need tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of subscribers to make that worthwhile. I assume that affiliate marketing is also something where you need a big installed base to make that worthwhile. When you think about starting and monetizing your newsletter when it is a smaller publication as opposed to a larger publication, a special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Which paths to monetization do you think make the most sense? I think it's depending on the specific vertical or market or what you're doing. So if you're doing something that the overall price point of the products or services in the industry are revolving tens of dollars or hundreds of dollars, it's a completely different thing than if the industry is moved by B2B that is tens of thousands of dollars per sale, because then it's a different ball game of the advertiser and what's the ability. So if the list, even if the list is smaller, let's say I have a list 
of email marketers. Okay, that's what I'm writing. I'm writing a curation newsletter about email marketing just for companies or corporates with 500,000 subscribers and more. And the list is just 500 people. That's it. 500 companies. It's a super valuable list. It could be worth much more than a list that has 50,000 of people who buy, as I don't know. Um, 50,000 people that own iPhones. Exactly. It depends on the market and what it is. It's the quality of the list. I know a company that has a freemium newsletter that charges $500 per month. It's depending what they give in this freemium model. But like the overall market usually charge $50, per premium model. So what are the models you recommend for companies that have high value but low subscribers? You know, is that something you would monetize with dedicated emails, with paid sponsorships, with content, or are you looking at a freemium model? If it's a smaller list, but high quality and the money revolving is vertical or list is high, I would go with paid advertising inside the newsletter. I would use paid sponsor content inside. I would use affiliate marketing, but for valuable products. So not like for $50 products, just for something which is more. Now, when we're talking about affiliate marketing, I can actually go to a company and set up a deal where I get $1,000 per sale. So suddenly it's a valuable option for me. It's not like a $50 commission or $20 commission. So affiliate marketing, if you get the right deal, absolutely, I would use that. So these are the main three things I would use for this type of newsletters. Now, when you're at the opposite end of the spectrum, you've grown a huge following, but it's kind of a commercial mass media type thing, right? You don't necessarily, you're not just selling to people that are experts in email marketing. They're just people that are interested in general generic content. How would you monetize that type of list? So I would say this is what we're planning to do right now. We're doing the paid advertising inside the news that are the paid sponsored content. We do website advertising. So we enable and we're putting now inside since we have traffic coming, we put advertising there as well. We utilize affiliate marketing and we are not doing dedicated paid promotions for many reasons that we've discussed just a couple of minutes ago. And the freemium model is not something yet on our table to have a paid premium. Maybe in the future, we're not doing it right now. And we don't have our own products and services. So it's basically paid advertising and affiliate marketing. That's the two best models for these type of audiences. All right. So here's an impossible question to answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway. When you think about creating a newsletter, when I think about creating a newsletter, right? The MarTech podcast got... Probably 75,000 people that are going to listen to the podcast this year. Our monthly listenership is tens of thousands of marketers. They are highly sought after, valuable listeners. How do you figure out what the value you can create from a newsletter would be? If I'm going to sit here and say, I need to invest time into generating SEO results and doing the outreach and the content curation, and that's going to cost me, let's say, $5,000 a month to produce a really high quality piece of content, 60 grand a year. How do I figure out if I'm actually going to make money off the newsletter? So first of all, let me help you with something. I would in any way start the simplest way. So I wouldn't do SEO the first day. We didn't do that. I would go with the resources that you already have. So yeah, you might need to invest some things in writing and other things, but let's say getting audience, I would use every podcast that you have and just say, hey guys, if you haven't subscribed yet, go now to this URL and just subscribe to our newsletter. We have extra content. We give you the best news, not just the podcast. We have more stuff and keep on sending the people more again and again and again. And it's free for you. 
and you don't need to do SEO, you don't need to do referral, you don't need to do anything other than having people to subscribe and send them the newsletter. In that sense, you do it the leanest possible right now. And as you grow the list and you have more power to actually feed back because that will start to generate more people, you can actually feed back the podcast and then advertisers can go not only to the podcast, now they have another value, right? They can advertise here. You can charge more money. Altogether, it gives you the option or the possibility to earn more money from both. And that would be the next day to ask, would I make 60000 off the list? So from our experience on email marketing for years and our friends, not from the morning though yet, as we haven't launched yet the model, you can generate an abundant amount of money. So just to give you, I think the, the one that actually published its numbers is the Morning Brew. It was sold, I think, for $70 million a couple of months ago, and they had 3 million subscribers. They were generating about $8 million a year from the newsletter for 4 million subscribers. So a subscriber on average in the industry, again, it's not industry specific. I'm talking about like for their business, it could make two, three, four dollars per year from a subscriber. Again, it can go high as the industry is more zoomed and, and has more money inside. Mm-hmm. But for you, it's not only looking about just the newsletter, it's all about having the community that you built and communicate with them in other ways. It's the same way when we talked yesterday about growing the community. It's not about just doing LinkedIn or Facebook or social. And then you need to do your Rolodex. You need to do cross-promotion. You do lots of activities, same way you do for the podcast, right? So it gives you the option to communicate with your audience in different ways and get them on board. Something you want to do, email is the fastest way to approach everyone, right? You just send them an email and you get your message into their inbox, into their hand. First off, your advice is great in the sense of be lean, be scrappy at first and don't invest a bunch of money into building things that are meant for mature podcasts. You don't have to pay an SEO strategist to grow your content when you're a new newsletter. Wait for that. I'm more saying, hey, at the end of the year, if we're going to be spending $5,000 a year, we're going to grow our expenses. What's the potential windfall? And what I'm hearing from you is, you know, using the comp of the morning brew, you can get somewhere around 2 to $4 per subscriber per year if you're successful. And so you can work backwards from that. You know, for me, I said my audience is 75,000 people. Well, now if you're looking at $2 per subscriber, it's $150,000 per year is my revenue ceiling for the size of the podcast now, assuming that we're only converting our listeners to being email subscribers. All right, well, $150,000 a year in revenue makes me feel better about $60,000 of expenses. Now you're looking at a $90,000 gross profit. It's worth doing the newsletter. It's worth hiring the people to go out there. And it's a little bit of a leap of faith, assuming that you're going to get to that point of monetization. And that's really where you have to be good at not only making sure that you have the resources to be able to build and scale, but you also need to be able to evaluate whether your podcast is working and move quickly. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again to Itai Paz, the founder and CEO of The Morning Doe, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Itai and The Morning Doe's tips to running a successful email newsletter, we're going to publish our last episode of Email Newsletter Week tomorrow when we discuss measuring newsletter success and tips for growth. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Itai, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Itai Paz. That's I-T-A-Y-P-A-Z. Or you can visit his company's website, which is morningdoe.com. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to our website, martechpod.com. We've got summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.